0: Steve Stebbing is here. Let's hit the thing. There he is. I'd like to apologize for Ryan calling you Steven earlier. That's terrible.
1: (gasps) What? Uh, You you know, we can go back and listen to who actually said it, right? You know, we have Mm -hmm. the technology to prove (laughs) that it was not me, right? You know that chain.
0: Well you go ahead, prove that, see how that works out for you, I think It's, it's mailing in Friday. I'm not gonna put it in the <laughs>
1: <you.
0: laughs> Yes, I'm sorry, I said. Fine, you and your technology and you're being right. I'm sorry, I called you Stephen. So you're not Uh-oh. in trouble. Just so okay. you know. You're not getting called okay. to the principal's office or good, good. Set to your room or anything. Very good. Well, we're happy you're here <laughs> and we are going to do uh, some AV club stuff too, which if anybody misses it, they can catch it on the podcast as well, which will be out when we're done here. The, um, let's get started with what the hell should we watch this weekend? Because it is one of those weekends when many people are, are going to want to hell to watch things. So let's get started <laughs> with that one. And, um, I think it's the probably the biggest, most talked about of the movies in a long time circumstances of what happened between the first amazing movie and then now how it's been replaced. It's Black Panther Wakanda forever. Tell me how to best protect Wakanda without the Black Panther Wakanda will fall my ancestors would often say only the most broken people can be great leaders so, tell us, what are your thoughts? New Black Panther.
1: Yeah, and I, I get to, I, I, unfortunately, I, you know, if we did it on Thursday, I would have already have seen it, so I haven't seen it yet. I, I'm seeing it tomorrow, but there's a lot riding on this one's shoulders. Like, the fact that uh, in between films, like you said, uh, there's Tragedy befell the, 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 this production as uh, Chadwick Bozeman uh, passed away and then the decision by Kevin Feige was that they weren't going to replace T'Challa. You know, they were going to have a new actor step in and they were just going to acknowledge that T'Challa died within the Marvel Universe as well. So there's, I mean, they, they have to find a way to pass the mantle while also... Um, telling story that goes forward as well because we don't really want to be relegated in another origin story, which is generally which the first movies in a superheroes, uh, you know, franchise is generally the origin. Um, but there's a lot going on this one. We have a big debut in the Marvel Universe with Namor, uh, known as the Submariner in comics for a long time, coming into this one. Kind of their Aquaman, their King of Atlantis, uh, and. I mean, from all the trailers, he looks epic and worthy of this of this giant character because this is another building block toward to where Marvel is going as a cinematic universe now, especially as they head into Phase Five. Um, so yeah, and it's also the one of the longest ones in the Marvel uh, pantheon here, and Shane's gonna love this because it's two hours and forty one minutes long. Wow,
0: that is too long. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I like that they've replaced it uh, it's, it's a, the woman has stepped into this new role of the new character mm-hmm. it's a woman character
1: yeah uh, I I, I, I kind of wish that they'd kept that out of the trailers and that you just kind of saw it more organically happening within the film but I understand for marketing purposes that they really wanted to have a Black Panther on screen when they call their movie Black Panther Wakanda Forever mm-hmm so, um
0: if you can grab your phone quickly, uh, I'd send you a little text message. I don't like this, by the way um this this new character, and if you can touch on that uh, profile I sent you and look at my friend Brandon Alexander, who's an actor in Hollywood, and see who he looks like for me while you open up his profile,
1: Brandon's oh, wow. been a guest
0: on the shift before, and you tell me who that guy looks like
1: yeah he looks he looks a lot like Chadwick, yeah. So yeah, I was could... hoping
0: that um, that maybe there was uh, there was going to be the continuation of T'Challa, well, but
1: and, and I I had read that Chadwick Boseman's brother said that um, he believes that Chadwick would want the character to be recast and go on as being T'Challa, so that killing off this major character within the Marvel Cinematic Universe limits a lot of what where where they wanted him to go. So putting it, it into Shiri's hands now, I, it definitely changes the dynamic when you hold her up against the other remaining Avengers right now.
0: So let me pose this question to you as I'm still holding out hope for my buddy Brandon. Uh, it's it's uncanny, isn't it? Doppelganger stuff. It's crazy, yeah. Yeah. I'll post Brandon's profile up. He's been on the shift before. Uh, I'll post it up at shiftheads.ca so you can see what we're talking about. So with the timelines, though, there is the possibility, as they always do in these movies, that they could gap out the timeline between the two movies and add more of the T'Challa character back in mm-hmm. after maybe enough time goes by of, you know, truly mourning the death of Chadwick Boseman and maybe they just feel like the timing's too soon. Maybe.
1: Yeah, maybe, and maybe the connection that uh, Ryan Coogler, who is the writer and director on this, had with Chadwick who ver- worked very closely in the development and the creation of the first film. So it, it might, yeah, it it might just be an emotional reaction to, um, to not want to move on with that character. I mean, they've recast, uh, they recast, you know, the Hulk, Bruce Banner. They've now recast. If all the the rumors are true that they've recast uh, Thunderbolt uh, General Thunderbolt Ross um, from William Hurt now to Harrison Ford. Um, so they've made allowances in other characters, key characters as well, but I don't think n- none of them as big and important to the MCU as uh, as uh, T'Challa is right now.
0: Very cool. All right, what the hell should we watch this weekend? By the way, when you talk to your movie people, send that profile off, will you? Do me a favor? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Feel free. Have
1: my, have my weight, right.
0: Throw my weight behind it. That's right, stevestebbing.ca is his website if you want to follow along. On the Blu-ray this weekend, The Power of the Dog. A man was made by patience and the odds against him.
1: For what kind of man would I be if I did not help my mother? Peter! If I did not save her. Tell us about it. Yeah, this is a uh, Western that comes from uh, Jane Campion, uh, who did the piano in the 90s and won an Academy Award for it. She also won an Academy Award for this one for Best Director. Uh, And basically, it is about uh, a severely estranged uh, pair of brothers uh, and uh, one is paid, played by uh, Benedict Cumberbatch, who is a hard uh, rancher who's lived by himself for so long, and kind of wel- welcomes in as brother his his brother, his brother's wife, and his son, uh, who have ha- fallen on hard times, and the wife is falling into alcoholism, and uh, basically it's really like a deep character drama. Benedict Cumberbatch gives possibly the greatest performance of his career in this one and another surprising one is Kirsten Dunst who plays um, his sister-in-law uh, she is phenomenal I, I, I I've always liked Kirsten Dunst uh, through many roles of her career but there's just something about this film that just uh, it just kind of seeps into her bones like you just kind of feel this performance. Uh, and it's hitting Criterion this week because it has been available on Netflix since its initial release. But now it gets that be- big, beautiful uh, Criterion collection, which is like the top pinnacle for film. Um, and it's it's a glorious box set.
0: All right. What else should we watch this weekend? This is Steve Stebbing. He's with us a day early today. For people who don't normally get to hear Steve, some suggestions for you of what we should watch this weekend. Next on our list, I Love My Dad.
1: Anyone else have anything they want to say? Franklin? I uh, took some steps in setting healthy boundaries and blocked my dad online. He's never really been there for me when I needed him, and I'm done with that. Did you delete your profile? It's kind of the main way I was uh, staying in touch with you.
0: Oh, well, tell us about it. I love my dad.
1: Yeah. This is an interesting one because uh, Patton Oswalt is known as a funny guy, a really great stand-up comedian, but he's also really good in dramatic roles. He did one a handful of years ago called Big Fan. And this one kind of hugs the line. It, it, it's a comedy drama. It's, it's by uh, James Murosini, who wrote and directed and stars in this one. Basically, as a guy with an estranged uh, relationship with his dad, who blocks him online, causing his dad to kind of spiral into like, this despair pit and ends up catfishing his son with this made-up profile of this girl. Um, the bad thing is the son kind of starts to fall in love with the girl that he's speaking to and Patton's idea is just to go with it and keep the catfish going. And it goes to awkward and uncomfortable scenes. Um, But I think at the head of this is just like a really, really great performances. And in a story that will make you absolutely cringe. Like if you, if you're feeling this movie at all, you're going to feel that cringe. Um, it's just kind of one of those lies that spirals out of control too hard. And you're, it, it, it's, it's like a horror movie depth sometimes. Cool. <laughs> it's awkward. It feels awkward. It just is super like
0: awkward feels, when things get carried away. Awkward, which is super fun. Steve stemming. What the hell should we watch this weekend? Now, nobody's going to watch week. this because Christian Freeland said we should cancel Disney plus, but for <laughs> the sake of talking about it, just in case Zootopia plus. Uh, You're gonna be here all night. Ready, Sue?
1: We've got a spectacular show with some amazing talent. Dad, take the kids home, then watch out for Timmy. He's a biter. I'm not changing any diapers. The producer said the ratings were dropping.
0: <laughs> of course they were. Look at you guys. No. Ew. She said that? All right, tell us about it, Steve. Sounds fun.
1: Yeah, I mean, this is uh, on the heels of Zootopia from 2016. And just like uh, the Baymax series did for the for Big Hero 6, uh, these are all little short stories. There's six of them in total that kind of pad around the film. Like a lot of these sink right up into the film. They're just kind of the background stories of these other characters that are very much background in Zootopia. And I really dug that movie when it came out and and all the uh, and all the world building that they do within it and the character building is really great as well so I was very welcoming to this show which is just like a cute add on there's there's nothing really like too you know earth breaking or anything like that it's just kind of extra stories that it feels like almost like possible deleted scenes that had nothing to do with the main character Um, but I will say that there is a full on uh, one of the one of the last episodes is about Flash the so- the Sloth, which I think is one of the like mm-hmm. favorite characters, favorite side characters from this movie. So that's a lot of fun. And Shakira returns as Gazelle, which is another stunt casting that people really liked. Uh, but no Peter Moosebridge in this one. Like you see him on screen, but they never address him as Peter Moosebridge because their um, their TV anchors were different per country, and uh, Mansbridge got the honor for Canada.